Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kei te whakaronga mai, koe ki tō tātou au horihori. Hei hōtaka e pānaki a papa tua nuku, tanga roa, rangi nui. I'm Alison Balance. This is our Changing World on RNZ National. And now, look around your house or at your workplace. Much of the wood you see is probably manufactured wood, made by gluing wood fibres together to make medium-density fibreboard, or MDF, for example. Plywood is another familiar wood product, made by gluing thin strips together to make big, strong sheets. That glue has traditionally been a urea formaldehyde resin glue, but scientists at Scion have been working on a green, bio-based alternative. I'm off to meet Business Development Manager Rob Lay and chemist Warren Grigsby to find out more. So we're in the Composites Lab, and historically we've been manufacturing a number of uh, different wood panels here. So we started off making plywood in the 1970s and 80s, progressed to particle board and then MDF in the 1990s, and ever since then it's been an R&D lab for different aspects of composite panel manufacture. So composite panel is anything that's not a solid block of wood, is that right? That's correct, yep. So throughout New Zealand there's a number of different operations which will take wood fibre, wood furnish, it's then glued together in a reconstituted panel and the, the background behind these panels is that you can get these flat sheets of wood that a tree doesn't grow. So we have all these things that we already make, what is it that you're interested in doing? We're looking at responding to some of the changes around the world where there's a, a move away from using some of the adhesives um, that traditionally um, hold these panels together and we're looking to do bio-based uh, resins and the technology that we've developed here is 100% bio-based. All the components grow on a tree or a plant and we put them together as an adhesive. We work with lignans. Comes so a lignin from, is a part of a tree? Yeah, lignin is about 30% of the tree. Um, what does it, it do in the tree? It holds the wood fibres together. So uh, when you do pulp and paper manufacture, you want to get rid of the lignin. The lignin is holding together the wood cells and you want to free them up to have the wood fibres um, that you can then take forward as pulp and then ultimately paper. And the residue is lignin that's been isolated from uh, a black liquor, which is what you would get at Kinleith. Here in New Zealand... The black liquor is burnt for energy, but we'd like to harvest that black liquor, take the lignin out and add value to it. So the jar you're holding in your hand, what what have you got in that? This is the isolated uh, craft lignin, um, free-flowing brown powder. Uh, Lignin comes in one colour, it's brown. And um, we we, we take this forward into our adhesives and we we do something a little bit special to it. But importantly for us, it stays water soluble and we can process it through into the uh, wood fibre or the wood furnish to make the composite panels. What kind of things do you have to do to it to turn it into an adhesive? Because an adhesive is something that sticks things together, isn't it? That's right. We combine the lignin with um, other plant-based components. Um, We're working with different proteins um, and starches. That often comes as uh, residual flowers. 
We don't use wheat flour. We use other cereal flours that are common here in New Zealand and, and globally. Some of these other ingredients are taken from cattle feed. And the trick for us is to bring those three ingredients the proteins, the starches and the lignans together in a, in a way that is very simple to manufacture the adhesive but also a simple way to be able to put that adhesive on the wood furnish. So in the lab what do you end up doing? Is this like cooking and you're just trying different recipes of how you put the things together? Yeah, in a sense it's, um, it literally is kitchen cooking but it's a little bit more sophisticated than that. A few years ago we had to work out how to bring these individual plant components together in a way that it would hold together. So while we would do things in a, in a sense that we're, it's very similar to what you might do in a kitchen or a restaurant, the reality is that uh, we're using very complicated chemistry in a very simple way to deliver the components of that adhesive um, onto the fibre to stick the wood fibre together. There's a quite a global trend in terms of moving away from fossil-derived uh, materials in the built environment. Uh, we can't get away from them for everything, but within the wood panels sector, um, the dominant adhesive is urea formaldehyde, 90-something percent of wood panels. And you know the, the concerns there came out of formaldehyde emissions originally, but that's, you know, that's parallel with the desire to move to more renewable content as well, uh, you know, moving into a, a fossil-free or low-carbon future. So you know, there are some very big brand owners that we've been working with uh, on this product and, and I'm you know, hopeful that that's where it will move. So from their point of view, what do they need these new adhesives to do? Fundamentally, they have to perform the same as the existing, so that's the, the first benchmark. And so for performance, that means not only in the manufacturing environment, but also in, in the end use, and, and for them, end of life is, is becoming more important um, a factor in performance as well. Cost is always an issue. There's always been a discussion with bio-based or renewable alternatives as what is a green premium someone might be prepared to pay. Some of the conversations are now changing to what is the green investment that can lift this technology to a point where it is more of a commodity and can be on a par with those technologies that have benefited from something like decades of market and technical optimisation. So it's, it's trying to play catch-up. And I presume they don't want to change their manufacturing methods either. For us and what we've got to so far, we've, we've really demonstrated that we're quite compatible with existing infrastructure, both in the adhesive you know, manufacturing, so the chemical manufacturing systems that, that we can integrate with, and also in the board manufacturing systems. So we've done some very big-scale trials that have been quite nerve-wracking, but actually um, got out the other side of those and demonstrated that we can work with those existing uh, manufacturing systems without any substantive change that requires a whole lot of capital investment. Now we're standing in your lab, there's a whole lot of things in front of us, do you want to explain what they are? Because they're quite large. I'm starting off with uh, plywood, you know this is a, a fairly common uh, construction material in New Zealand. There's an increasing move towards using plywood in interiors as well and, and so that, that's where the attraction for this bio-based adhesive comes in. Uh, in the interiors use and this big stack of sheets here uh, was an industrial trial we, we ran in New Zealand and successfully produced plywood we've used in, in some of our own internal um, refurbishments here at Scion it's an easy test bed so if we did have a problem we, you know we can uh, we can obviously deal with that um, before it's in any customers hands 
And the next stage, this other big stack next to you here, is fibreboard or an MDF-type product, which we ran at even bigger scale, which is why there's a bigger stack, and, and this is only a small amount of what we actually produced. Um, that was another level of, of, of scale again, so multiple tonnes of uh, adhesive and uh, of fibre, and, and running on a, on, a, on a very big production plant uh, for a day. And so that, that was an extremely important step in, in our development and you know, a really good outcome in the end. So we're not about saying, you know, this is the only formaldehyde-free solution there is out there. This is a, the only renewable solution there is out there and it happens to be formaldehyde-free. You mentioned end of life before. What's the difference between industry standard MDF board at the moment now and one of these new ones. So that's you know it's a big challenge for a lot of uh, building materials, furniture, and the like. What to do with it at the end of its life? You know we see a point of difference in our bioadhesive-based panels in that you know, they're essentially vegan. These panels can be disposed of in a, literally a composting operation. If we really wanted to compost the wood component and chip it down, we can easily take these boards break them down and reconstitute them back into more uh, wood products. Was it really exciting to see these products being produced from having had those original ideas however long ago and working away in your lab to actually seeing it on this kind of scale? Yeah, I have a long legacy in research and science and when we first got into making these adhesives um, I had to go from concept and idea on a piece of paper, um, the whiteboard, to into the lab to develop all the elements of the technology and then the slow painful process of putting them all together then the nerves and the anticipation of seeing that being all reproduced again at tonne scale and then the relief of seeing these panels coming out of a production line it's been a, a great journey for us yeah, well, I can certainly uh, reinforce Warren's comments. It was quite entertaining to see the relief, the physical relief, the first time we ran this product on a full mill-scale uh, operation. And I think it's very easy for science to stay at the lab bench and be comfortable there. And this, you know, this is the, really the job of, of Scion and, and our researchers is to make an impact and to take things to scale. And that's scary. Thanks, Rob. That's Rob Lay, and we also heard from chemist Warren Grigsby, and they are both at Scion. I'm Alison Balance, and this Our Changing World podcast first aired on RNZ National on the 2nd of August 2018. If you'd like to listen to this story again, check out the photos, or find more stories to listen to, then you'll find lots to tickle your fancy at rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld. You can sign up for our weekly email newsletter there too and find our contact details. We are available on the RNZ app and we are RNZ Our Changing World on your favourite podcast provider. You'll find plenty of other RNZ podcasts there too. We post links to all our stories on Twitter and Facebook where we are RNZ Science. Thanks for listening. It's always lovely to have you there. Ciao for now. Matewa. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.